Welcome to our Baby on the Brand series, where we bring awareness to Canadian female entrepreneurs, influencers, musicians, and boss babes who are in prevailing and fascinating careers, breaking the mold in their respective industries, building communities, empowering women, and are showing other Canadian babes that hard work, perseverance, and loud voices pays off. We hope that our series will inspire you as you build your own successful empire and pave the way for your own revolution. Get inspired, feel empowered, and get to know more about the babe beyond the brand. Hey party people, it's Erica and Emily here from County Batches. If you're planning a bachelorette party in the county, we are your one-stop shop for all things planning and decorating. We'll help prep everything from themed party decor, stocking the fridge with your favorite treats, and creating custom goodie bags. Then we'll go to your accommodations before you arrive in Prince Edward County and deck it out to the max with fun decor and special goodies for the bride. All you have to do is show up and pop the champagne. Follow us at County Batches on Instagram or visit us at countybatches.com to book your batch weekend. Prince Edward County is quickly becoming Ontario's hottest and fastest growing tourist destination and has exploded with wineries, vineyards, and culinary experiences. Wine lovers from all over the country are falling in love with the county and are wanting to not only wet their palates with different wines, but they're also looking for tips and suggestions from a local expert as to which wineries to explore that are tailored specifically to their individual and group needs. And this tour guide not only wants to help alleviate logistical concerns like planning, directions, and the most important thing, being the designated driver, but she will also provide you and your besties with an iconic and fun experience in one of her three Volkswagen buses while you tour through the beautiful vineyards, wineries, breweries, cider companies, and more through Prince Edward County. Please welcome Jen Banner from Westie Wine Tours in... Prince Edward County to the Bay Beyond the Brand. Hi, Holly. Thank you so much for having me. Jen, thank you so much for being a part of our Bay Beyond the Brand series. Now, you are our second Prince Edward County podcast guest because I don't know if you know, Jen, but we are expanding out into your neck of the woods. And I'm so excited to be chatting with you all about wine, but most importantly, all about your business. I'm so excited that you're expanding out this way too. And it's just so great to have some exposure for Prince Edward County and what we have to offer out Ottawa Valley way. Yeah. And I'm seeing a ton of people from the Ottawa Valley and even in Ottawa flocking to Prince Edward County. It's been growing in popularity. Now, I know that you're not living specifically in Prince Edward County and you're more uh, in the Belleville area. And we're going to get into that in a little bit, but we're going to go back in the archives here, Jen, and talk about what you studied in school, which was early childhood education. But instead of jumping into your career, you actually did something completely unconventional after graduating high school. You decided to go to Australia, which basically became your second home for the longest time. Yeah, so I actually, I did, out of high school, I went to um, Fleming College in Peterborough, and I did my two years of my early childhood education diploma there, and then um, a friend of my parents really pushed me to become a teacher, so that's actually how I ended up in Australia, was I went there for teacher's college, so I... um, 
did my two years at ECE. And then when I was in my ECE program at Fleming College, the university from Australia came and did this big presentation. And they were like, you can come to Australia, you can study in university, and you can come back to Ontario, qualified as a teacher um, in two years. Like you can come here, you can do a bachelor of education, you can do teacher's college, live in Australia for two years and come back to Canada fully qualified. But now I understand why you went to Australia in the in the first place, Jen. Like, I don't think that I would have second guessed myself with that decision either. Right. Yeah. And it's so funny because I had such a struggle even moving from Belleville to Peterborough. Like, I, I was like, I don't I don't want to move. I don't want to leave home. I don't want to leave Belleville. I don't want to leave my friends. I don't want to leave my family. And then I like called up my parents and I was like, I'm going to go to university in Australia. And they're like, you wouldn't even go to Peterborough. <laughs> what do you mean? Australia. So you went to teacher's college in Australia. Now, how long were you there for? Yeah. So on and off, I was there for two years. I came home um, a couple of times within that time period, like with university breaks, um, things like that. So I was there in total about two years. So I did my teacher's college and then um, on days off or like during weekends, school breaks, traveled around the country, met some really amazing people. Um, Lots of Canadians who I still keep in touch with now here in Canada that live pretty close and we get together a couple of times a year. And then also um, a couple of Australians as well who I've been back to visit and um, ended up like going back to New Zealand and being one of in one of the uh, girls weddings who was my roommate. Um, so lots of really great experiences, uh, aside from also being there for teachers college. And then I came home in, I think it was November, November 2015. And I did my final teachers college placement here in Belleville. And then I was hired on with my school board, like almost instantly to become a supply teacher. I I think that that was actually just such a pivotal time for you in your young life, you know, being able to still continue your education, but also get out in the world and explore and see what all is out there. And I, I commend you and anybody who does that, because I know that for me, like very similar to you, Jen, like I was very reserved. I mean, even going to Ottawa for me out of my hometown, like that was a lot for me to, to leave. And I just, I really kicked myself in the butt sometimes that I didn't end up going out further. I mean, and I, and many of my podcast listeners know that I did end up going out to Alberta and, and that was a big step for me. But when I think like out of the country, I don't know if I ever could have done it at a young age. Yeah. I look back and I think about how young I actually was sometimes. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. Okay, Jen, so tell me about Prince Edward County before you launched Westie Wine Tours. So in your opinion, when did it start becoming a popular tourist destination specifically for wine tours, bachelorettes, and for weddings? Well, it's kind of funny because like you said, I'm not from Prince Edward County specifically. I'm from Belleville, which is literally just the bridge over into the island that is Prince Edward County. Um, So growing up, like we didn't, we would go over to Prince Edward County to go to Sandbanks or um, North Beach, like a couple of the the beaches over there that have become really popular, popular tourist uh, destinations. But aside from that, growing up, like we never just went over to Prince Edward County just to like hang out and go to breweries or wineries or like anything like that. So I don't really have any memories of Prince Edward County being like that. Or as we know it here, it's just the county to us, like going over to the county. Um... So it's really kind of crazy to see how much it has changed over the years. There has been some uh, wineries over there for quite a long time, but in the last like even 10 years, the amount of vineyards and wineries, breweries, cider companies, distilleries, like you name it, restaurants, um, 
has increased like crazy. When do you think that it actually really started becoming like a landmark tourist destination? Probably around five to six years ago, there's been like a huge boom in tourism and it's just happened so fast and so rapidly that it's been like hard to keep up with too. Um, like so much change happening here. And it's amazing that we have so many people wanting to come to Prince Edward County, but it's like all these places have had to adjust to like, okay, oh my gosh, now we have all of these people here going from these tiny little towns um, which they still are, but just going from these tiny little spaces with not like tons and tons and tons of tourists the way it is now and everybody having to adjust. So Jen, you're working as a teacher. You've got a full-time job, a full-time career. You're doing everything, but where did the idea for Westing Wine Tours come into place? Like when did you wake up one day and decide that you wanted to become an entrepreneur? It's yeah, a little bit crazy because it's like teaching is such a full-time job um, already from September until June but then um back in 2020 I bought my first Volkswagen bus so it was right kind of June 2020 um COVID was just still fairly new then still in isolation lockdown lots of that happening and I had wanted a Volkswagen bus for a really long time I grew up in a family of Volkswagen lovers both of my brothers had like old school Volkswagen golfs as their first car and then I got a Dodge Neon which was like so much less cool than a Volkswagen Golf. Um, and like my one brother just loved old Beatles and buses. And like, I started to just love old Beatles and buses. And I was like, one day I'm going to have one of those Volkswagen buses and I'm going to be driving around, traveling, camping, living my best life in it. And then in Australia too, you see them everywhere. People just traveling up and down the coast and they, they call them combis there up and down the coast in their combi. And I was like, one day I will have one of those. Um, so then back in June, 2020, my sister-in-law kind of started sending me some Kijiji links and Facebook ads for Volkswagen buses. And I was like, okay, I'm not really like financially ready to make a commitment to that just yet, but I'll start looking like they're fun to look at either way. And then she sent me the Kijiji ad for the blue bus that I now have, um, Stella. And I was like, oh, I just have to go see this bus. I don't know, there was something about it. I was like, I need to go see this bus. So my brother was like, okay, he's a mechanic mechanic and he was like okay well we can just like go up and look at it we'll just check it out like don't get your hopes up too high quite often these things need you know like a lot of work and money put into it and it was like way beyond any sort of budget that I had planned on spending at that time in my life but I went up there and I just like fell completely in love with that Volkswagen bus and I was like this like I, I this has to be mine I can just feel it like this has to be my bus um and then it was kind of a funny story because the, it just all worked out. I feel like it all worked out the way it was supposed to. Um, when I went up there to buy it, I we drove two hours up to Toronto to take a look at it. And we went for a test drive. We met the family um, who owned it. They had owned it for the last eight or nine years. They didn't want to sell it, but could had, had kind of outgrown it. They needed something that had a little bit more space. So um, their daughter's name was Stella. And she was convinced that that was going to be her bus one day. So she was devastated that her parents were selling it. Um, that's kind of how the bus got its name. Um, but they had had a few other people come to look at it. They actually had a guy from Saskatchewan say, like, I will pay you the exact price that you're asking for. Just put it on a flatbed and send it out here. I want that bus. And they were like, nope, like this bus will not just go to anybody. We need to meet this person. In their Kijiji ad, it said like, 
don't even bother messaging us if you're not going to, like, if we're not going to meet you in person. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And they were like, it really just has to go to the right person, whoever this bus is next for. So I kind of left there really uneasy, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to make a decision. They've had so much interest in it. They had another young guy who was moving out to um, the East Coast for school and he wanted to drive down there in it and a few other offers. And so I got home and I thought about it for a couple of days and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. Like talked with my parents, talked with my family and they're like, if you don't do it now, like you're going to regret it if you don't buy it. It's one of those things like just do it while you're young and you don't, you know, don't have kids like buy the camper, travel around in it. So I emailed them back and I had offered them less money than what they had it listed for. And the email I got back from them, I actually should have pulled it up and like read it, but it was it was like so beautiful and I'm crying reading it. And they're like, we knew from the moment you got here, like you were, you were next, you were next in line for this bus. It was meant to be yours. And then they actually gave it to me for less money than I offered them for it. Like they, they must've had a number in mind that they were hoping for. And so they were like, here's our price. The bus is yours. We knew it from, from the minute we met you. So that oh was my really- Oh gosh, Jen. Yeah. <laughs> So that was really cool. And then they wanted to go for one last family drive. So they drove it down to Belleville and I have um, like the sticker making cricket. So I cut out the name Stella and I was like, I'm going to call it Stella. And their daughter stuck it on the side of the window. And that's how she got her name. So at that time I had zero idea about being an entrepreneur or zero idea about being in business with Volkswagen buses. That was just my dream to have one. Okay, so you got the Volkswagen. I love this story, by the way. I never knew how this came to be. Because I mean, like, I feel like you initially start by being like, okay, I want to go into business now. What do I want to do to create this and make it unique and different? But I love how it was really like the opposite in this case where you had the Volkswagen first and then the business idea then came down the road afterwards. So, okay, Oh my goodness, this is too funny. And I, I just love the story about of how like this family now has been, been able to see their Volkswagen like yeah. carry on its legacy in a different way and like in a meaningful and fun way. Yeah, and that's just it. It's like, even when we went for that test drive and we just took it like around Toronto on the highway really quickly and whatever, and people are like smiling and waving at you and honking and like a Volkswagen bus just brings people joy instantly. Like they see it and they can't help but smile and like point and wave and yeah. it's just this is so much fun. And so then throughout the pandemic, um, a couple of people were like, oh, you know, like, could I rent that bus from you for like photography? Could you bring that to my wedding for photos? Could you drive me in that? And I was like, oh, yeah, like, of course, that's what it's all about for me is like sharing the love of the Volkswagen bus and the joy that it brings people, um, which then just kind of spiraled into like, oh, yeah, like I live one bridge away from Prince Edward County. Like I live right here. Wine country is 20 minutes away from me. Why not kind of try this out and see how it goes? At first I was like, I don't know about that. Like I already teach full time. I like my summers off, but then I'm like, well, we're in a pandemic. I can't do a lot of traveling right now. Things are starting to open up locally and I want to just share the love of the Volkswagen bus. And so that's, that's how it all started for me. What a great story, Jen. Oh, I just, this is why I love doing the podcast and meeting with other entrepreneurs and finding out their creative outlet and what led them to becoming a business owner. 
Were there any other wine tasting travel businesses operating at the time that you launched? Because you're in a very saturated market where there is a need for this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there's tons of different wine tour companies here in the Prince Edward County, Belleville, like Bay of Quinney area. Um, there's only really one other kind of wine tour company that has a similar experience to mine um where they run wine tours and vintage cars aside from that there's a lot of like limousines uh sprinter vans buses that kind of thing so like there is a high saturation of wine tour companies here and and businesses that are running similar operations so you started with your your one volkswagen when did you get your your second and eventually your third one yeah so i started with my first one that was I bought it in 2020. And then in the summer of 2021, I ran my first summer of wine tours, which was like super low key, just me and my bus. That was it. Just kind of figuring it out. Um, and then in the fall of 2021, I bought another Volkswagen bus up in Ottawa. Um, and I actually bought that one from an 18 year old kid who was going off to college. And that was his first car he had saved up to buy it. Him and his parents lived in California for a while when he was growing up and he had that similar kind of mindset, like I'm going to have a Volkswagen bus one day. And so he started saving young and that was his first car. So I went up and I bought that one. When I bought it, it was this really like kind of like shiny burnt orange vinyl wrap around the front and the sides or sorry, that it was on the back and the sides. And then the front was like primer gray. The roof was primer gray. So it was not aesthetically appealing to me, <laughs> um, but it was in really good shape bodywork wise, mechanically. So I bought that one and then I had it painted over the winter and on the road in the summer of 2022. So I had that painted the bright yellow that you would see now. Um, that one is known as Stratty. And then the summer following in 2022, I found one in Montreal and my friends and I made a girl's trip out of it. We went up and took a look at it and I brought it home and it's, it's been a process and it is finally almost ready to be on the road. Then you got very lucky in the sense of finding them, you know, within a, a reasonable distance because finding a Volkswagen, especially one that's in decent condition, that does not take a lot of mechanical work. I mean, minus your third one there, but, um, but being able to find one without trekking across the country, like Ottawa, Montreal, that's not bad at all. No, it's really not. And that's um, the last one that I bought in Montreal last summer. I wasn't maybe totally ready to invest in another one yet but it was so close and the price was so good and it just seemed like too good of an opportunity to pass up um and already like that's the one that's being painted pink it's been painted pink now so it's it's finally pink there's just a few other things that need to get done people are absolutely loving the pink and wanting to book the pink bus right away so i think it was the right decision but one of those things that's a little scary especially because I went into business kind of by accident. Like it wasn't, I'm going to do this. This is what I want to do. It was like, I love this Volkswagen bus. I'm going to share it with people. And I'm like, oh my gosh, now I have to figure out all of the other things. Yeah. Okay, Jen. So you've got these three vehicles and I remember actually talking to you about, about your, your latest one, the pink one. And I remember thinking like, oh, that's so exciting. Like you're painting it, but you're not running down to your local paint store, grabbing a paintbrush and doing it yourself. Like there is a lot of time and work that goes into it, let alone 
finding somebody that's going to paint your vehicles. So tell us about that process, because I think that this is really, really interesting and, and something that people might not be aware of. Yeah, that's kind of been the biggest struggle for me is like not really realizing too how long these things can take and how far in advance you have to book these types of jobs because of the amount of time that it takes and because of not there's not a lot of local body shops around that are willing to work on an old Volkswagen bus um so finding a shop that could even do the work on it um within the time frame that I wanted to have it done and on the road for this summer was a struggle. Like I started calling around in September, October last year, and they were like, Oh, we're booked a year in advance. All these places were like, we're booked, we're, we're booking into next year. And I'm like, what do you mean you're booking into next year? Like, I really want to get this bus on the road and going for the summer. So I found a shop that would take it and do the bodywork on it. And then they were like, we can take it in March. So they had it in March. They had it for like a full month and then it went to paint. And that was like another full month. Um, so it's like, I had an idea of a timeline that I thought things could be done, but I'm learning that things don't always go exactly how they're supposed to. And they might come across some kinks along the way where it's like, okay, well, we're actually going to be another week doing this part. It's been a very big learning curve that way. So Jen, you've launched your business, you've come up with a name, business is taking off, but what was the response like when you first started? The first summer when I did wine tours, just me and my bus was fairly relaxed. Um, I didn't do a ton of marketing aside from just like Instagram and Facebook, um, started up an Instagram page and a Facebook page and a website for booking and um, kind of just left it at that. I had my bus up and running, did a couple of wine tours, maybe like my first three or four wine tours. And then the engine in my bus completely blew up and had to be replaced. And I had all of these wine tours booked and it was like my first month in business. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, what am I going to do? <laughs> like, I'm not going to have a business. I don't have a vehicle to run this business with anymore. And I had remembered when I launched my website and my Instagram and Facebook page, I got this random email from this couple out of Kingston saying, we love what you're doing. We think this is so cool. We wanted to do something similar in Vancouver, but we ended up moving to Kingston instead. We have a bus. We know how temperamental these things can be. We know that breakdowns happen, you know, whatever. If you ever find yourself stuck, reach out. We'd love to help you in any kind of way. So I'm like, okay, well, here goes nothing. I'm going to email these random people that I've never met before that I just have an email from and see if they want to come and do some wine tours with their bus. So I send this email and I'm like, hi, Rob, um, Jen here from Westy Wine Tours. Like we talked back when I first started, you know, a couple months ago, I got an email from you saying if I ever like ran into issues with my bus, you might be interested in like coming to help out. And he was like, love your business. We think this is great. Like my wife and I are both working. Um, so we can't really help with doing the wine tours with the dates I had given him. He's like, but like come to Kingston and take our bus and run your wine tours with it. So my brother was like, okay, well, like I'm going to drive up here with you. This seems kind of weird. We're both kind of like, this seems like way too good to be true. There's something like something's got to give. like, there's going to be a catch. And so we get up there and they're just like the nicest, most selfless people you'll ever meet in your whole entire life. And they're like, oh my gosh, no, we think this is amazing. Like, we love that you are starting up this business and we want to see you do well with it. Please like take our bus and bring it back whenever, like whenever your bus is fixed. So 
it was it was such an odd experience because my brother and I are still kind of looking at each other like are they are they for real like they're yeah. bus- beautiful it's in perfect condition they in prep of getting ready to do something similar put a lot of money into the bus and the engine to make sure it was in tip-top shape they drove it across Canada with no issues when they moved here and so she's tearing up telling me that she's just you know so happy that she can help me with my business so now I'm crying and my brother's kind of standing there like what is going on here this is so strange um and anyway so we go to leave and we're like driving down the road and I'm like this still just doesn't seem real like anyway so it just it just turned out that they're just like the most amazing humans they were like we don't even want you to pay us for using our bus we just want to see your business do well and so I had their bus for like three and a half weeks and I made sure at every winery every brewery I went to to pick up wine and beer and local foods and make them a big basket as a thank you and um their bus is actually sitting in my driveway right now because one of mine is broken down and I've borrowed it to to run a tour with so it's become like a really amazing relationship that I've had with these people that were just strangers that sent an email saying if you ever have trouble with your bus and need help with your business we'd love to help incredible the power of community and not only just that i think that this is a really great takeaway jen for our listeners to to remember that when someone is offering you help whether you you need it and you utilize it right away or down the road like don't be afraid to to take to take it and say yes i do need help and like i could use a little handout right now because look at this friendship that it's developed out of that you know like yes. there are good people out there who want the best for you and your business and it definitely end up being, you know, like a, a beneficial relationship for both parties down the road. And I just think like people have good intentions, like, but I know what you're, what you're saying, you know, when you and your brother were going into that being like, is this like, is this for real? Like what, yeah. like, do they have like other intentions for this? Like, or do they want something out of this? But there are just yeah. generally nice people out there that want to help. There, yeah, are just genuinely nice people out here. And it's just, it's amazing to see like that really opened up to my eyes to what the Volkswagen community itself is all about. Um, That was kind of like my first introduction into the Volkswagen community. And it really is just amazing. And then from there, I've become immersed in the Prince Edward County community where all of the local businesses, wine tour drivers, wineries, restaurants, everyone is so welcoming and friendly and everybody is so supportive of everybody else in the county. It's amazing. And then heading into the next year I was like okay I was busy enough and had enough people asking for bookings on days where I was already booked that I probably could have another bus and so then I bought that second bus and going into the second year things really picked up and I also think it was the timing with COVID and things reopening Prince Edward County being open before a lot of other places we have so much outdoor space here outdoor patios um, things that were able to open maybe before other establishments were. So we had this huge boom in tourism for a couple of years there where it was so busy. And every, especially like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I could have my two buses booked out for wine tours. So it really changed within one year. So Jen, you're still working full-time. You're still a full-time teacher. You're working Monday to Friday. School's almost out for the summer. But what are you doing in the meantime? Like, is Westie Wine Tour still operating during the week, not just on weekends? 
Yeah. So this has been um, another huge learning curve for me is having employees, people who are working for you, who people who are representing your business and your brand. And like I, with Westie Wine Tours, I hold my wine tours to a certain standard and I want people to have a certain type of experience. And so finding people who can represent my business, how I want it to be represented and give you the experience that I want you to have with Westie Wine Tours has been one of the hardest parts for me. Um, and also people that, you know, you trust to drive your vans around and to, to drive people around when they're drinking wine and beer and cider for the day, people can get a little rowdy and you just never know. So that's been a really hard, hard one for me is finding people who I can trust, um, to do the job, but I do have some really awesome drivers now who drive during the week. Um, we start our tours up in May and then it's kind of by request in May and June for weekday wine tours, as long as there's a driver available. So you can put a request in through email. Um, and then if I have somebody who's available to do it while I'm still teaching, then we can run the wine tour. And if not, then I just have to recommend some of the other local wine tour companies that are also amazing. Did you only just start hiring employees this year? Uh, last year, I had um, one employee who was a friend of mine. Actually, it worked out really nicely. She was also an EA with the school board and was off for the summer. So she worked with me last year. It was mostly her and I doing a lot of the wine tours. And then, yeah, this year I've hired two drivers. Actually, one of my drivers this year, he started a little bit with me last year, who is a friend of mine's dad. He's retired and he's like, I would love to drive your Volkswagen buses. That sounds like a great day. Sounds like a great time. And he was willing to come back this summer. So it's worked out really well. That's awesome. I mean, it's so nice to be able to reach that point in business too, when you do start getting people on the payroll and start hiring them and, and knowing that you can either have your weekends off or you can be out of town or even at work, knowing that your business is going to keep running. Now, the only problem with that, Jen, like you were saying, are, are liabilities, right? Like you're dealing with people that are potentially and quite often intoxicated. They, you know, they're they're sampling wines. They don't have to worry about having that designated driver. There is somebody already doing that for them. So what are some things that you've learned through going into this business specifically and in an industry where there are multiple, multiple liabilities? Yeah, it's one of those things that you kind of go into and don't really realize how much legwork goes into making like a business run until you're actually in it and you're doing it. Um, the biggest thing that I would say is that um, a lot of people don't realize how expensive it is to have like a commercial auto insurance. Um, and so people might look at the prices of wine tours, whether with my company or another company, and think that it's priced really high. And they probably think like, oh, you're making such a profit off of that. But by the time that you factor in your insurance for your liabilities, um, because they look at it as high risk when you're driving people around who are drinking, doing wine tours, especially in a 50-year-old vehicle, um, you have the expense of that. Then you have the expense of your gas. You have the expense of paying your employees, all of these things that are factored into that price. So... Um, yeah, I've definitely learned that you have to cover a lot of bases in order to do something like this. Not to mention like even an accident, like Jen, you were even saying, <laughs> you know, when your vehicle broke down, like what were you guys doing when you were stranded? Yeah. So, um, you, you can tell if something's going to happen. You kind of, usually I, I, I can tell before it happens that something's going to happen and hopefully get it fixed or, um, cancel a wine tour prior if, I, if, if needed, I haven't really had to do that very often though. Um, but the 
time where the bus did break down, it was actually just one of those really, really, really hot days in the summer. And the old air-cooled engines just aren't made for the heat. So it just kind of like died while driving. Um, so luckily nothing happened in that sense. Um, and one of my drivers was driving it when it happened. And I had another group at a different winery and it worked out the timing wise that they had just got there and sat down for lunch. So I got in the bus and I drove to where they were and I picked them up and drove them to the winery they were on their way to. And then I went back and got the other, the other group. And then um, we just finished off their day in the regular vehicle while the bus got towed home. So at least there was no uh, group of people pushing that Volkswagen up a hill or down the road or anything like that. No, <laughs> but so that's the thing I'll say if things go wrong, like they're old vehicles. And I think that most people that book with Westie Wine Tours recognize that and they can get a laugh out of it. And they're like, yeah, okay, this is a 50 year old vehicle. We kind of almost expect that something would happen. So Jen, I know we've kind of jumped ahead here, but I want to know what's all included with Westie Wine Tours when a group books a tour. Yeah. So when you book a tour, um, it's your transportation for the day is included as well as um, you can either choose your itinerary or we can create one for you. So our tours run from 11 o'clock to four o'clock, which includes your pickup for 11 or just before 11, get on the road and kind of get out there a little bit early and get started for the day. Um, it includes three to four stops, kind of depending on timing um, and what you're looking to do in a day. You can also add additional time for an added fee if you feel like that's not long enough. There's some some people who will do that. Um, so basically just includes your pickup, your driver for the day, and then your drop off at the end of the day after you visit your three to four locations. Um, one thing that's a little bit different about my company, and there's a few other companies in the county, but um, we at Westie Wine Tours allow you to choose your own itinerary, or we can make it for you based on what you like, but we don't have a set list of wineries of like, this is where we go and that's it. So you can choose if you want to do wine, if you want to do cider, if you want to do beer, if you want to go to distilleries, if you want to, you know, if you don't drink, I have people who are like, oh, I would love to do something in your Volkswagen van, but I don't drink. So like, what could I do? You can do art galleries, you can do antique stores, like there's so much that the county has to offer. Um, so it's kind of the day can be whatever you want to make of it. I get in contact with people a couple of weeks before their upcoming tour to get a feel for what they want their experience to be while they're here. And then I create the itinerary for them based on that. Or sometimes I get people who are like, this is where we want to go. And they have their day planned out right down to the time for me. And they just hand it over and we just drive them where they want to go. And that's the best part about being able to choose your own itinerary, right? Is that it's a choose your own adventure experience. Yeah, exactly. And that's, I don't make a lot of reservations unless I have a really big group if they've booked out both buses. Um, and it just gives a little bit more flexibility throughout the day, like people can decide to stay at one place longer. They're really enjoying themselves. They're having a great lunch. They're having a great time. They're really enjoying the wine or the staff or just the environment of that place. We don't have to be like, okay, well, your 40 minutes here is done. We're moving on. Has anybody ever booked a solo trip, Jen, by themselves? Um, I've never had somebody book a solo trip by themselves, but I did have somebody come on a solo trip when their friends 
couldn't come from out of town um at the last minute something had happened and she was like it's my birthday I'm gonna she lives in locally and she was like it's my birthday I'm gonna go on this wine tour myself and Jen wine drinks beer ciders are not included in the tour right they're not included yes I should add that as well um so you can purchase tastings at each location typically you can do a wine tasting two to three dollars per tasting or you can do a flight of uh, three to four, depending which winery you're on for 10 to $15 to have a, a flight tasting. Now, what about a bridal or branding photo shoot, Jen? Do you still get quite a few requests for people to book your, your vintage Volkswagens for those? Yeah. So I do have a few wedding packages that I offer. There's um, different options that people who are looking to book a Volkswagen bus for their wedding day can choose from. There's a package that includes just the bus set up at your venue for photo op or there is um, an option that includes a driver so that you can get to your venue. Some people will choose to have just the driver to the venue. Some people will choose to have the driver to the venue and have it set up for photos for their guests for a couple of hours as well. So I have a few different package options for that. Um, and then for photographers, I do rentals by the hour if they want to rent one of the vans and do whether it's like branding sessions or mini sessions, family sessions, beach sessions are a popular one with the bus. Um, I rent it out by the hour for photographers. Jen, you are such a savvy and smart businesswoman because you know what, <laughs> when you were doing this at the starting, were you doing it for free? Like just, you know, a free for all when people were requesting for you to, uh, to utilize your, your Volkswagen and be like, Hey, you know, can you just like pop it over so we can get some pictures? Like, look at you now. Yeah, totally. And I was more than happy to do that too, because it's just like, yeah, of course, like I would love to bring my Volkswagen van for your photos. I would love to bring my Volkswagen van for your wedding, like that kind of thing. And then I was like, okay, I could actually turn this into a business. Yeah. Monetize. Um, <laughs> Jen, what do you think sets your wine tour business apart from others in Prince Edward County? I think that the biggest thing that sets my my business apart is the vans themselves. They kind of just speak for themselves. Um, it gives them that unique opportunity to get into a vintage Volkswagen bus and tour around in that as opposed to like a limo or um, like a school bus or a sprinter van, which all of those things are great and come with air conditioning, which Volkswagen bus does not. <laughs> but um, I think it's just nostalgic for a lot of people too. Jen, are there any other wine tour companies, whether they be in Niagara or even in Napa Valley, California that you follow and maybe want to implement some of their concepts into Westie Wine Tours? Yeah, so it's kind of funny. I found this um, other wine tour company or they found me on Instagram about a year ago and they're in Napa, California and they're called West Wine Tours. Oh, no and way! kind of idea. They have Volkswagen buses and they do Volkswagen bus wine tours in Napa Valley. So they followed me on Instagram and then I reached out and I was like, oh my gosh, I love your business model. Like how funny. And so we kind of talked back and forth a little bit that way. Um, but even just here locally, when you're doing wine tours, you spend a lot of time waiting for your group while they're doing their wine tasting and you get to know all of the other wine tour operators in, in the county. So it's really amazing that way. There's a huge sense of community here. So I've learned so much from other wine tour companies just from hanging out in the parking lot, chit-chatting about business while our groups are doing their wine tasting. 
not only that, Jen, I mean, you guys have formed so many different connections with different businesses across, across the County. And you guys are kind of like playing into one another. I mean, I know you've teamed up with the June motel and, and doing giveaways with, uh, with County batches and, um, and Matins and homes. Like, it's so wonderful to see everybody kind of like integrating their businesses within one another and, and, uh, teaming up and collaborating. And it's so wonderful to see that support going right across, you know, from rural communities like ours right here in the Ottawa Valley to across the board in Belleville and Prince Edward County. It's it's so nice and refreshing to see. It is. And that's probably my favorite thing about this business is the relationships that I've built and the people that I've met along the way and just like this huge sense of community and collaboration. So we're all thinking of the next thing for our business, right? Like we're thinking of strategies to gain attention, different collaboration opportunities. You know, we want to be booked every week in our business, specifically with you, Jen, with wine tours or offer something new and creative. So what does your succession plan for Westie wine tours look like? So right now, um, my biggest thing, um, kind of what we talked about earlier is making sure that I have reliable staff who I can trust and that I want to keep working for my business. Um, and then just making sure that my vehicles are reliable. So right now for the next year, two years, maybe even three years, <laughs> there's no plans for buying another bus so that I can just kind of put some of my income into the buses that I have now to make sure that they're up and running reliable um and that I don't have any of those breakdowns or or things like that happening along the way um and then from there in order to just kind of like keep things booking and busy this is where I'm I'm learning a lot about marketing and marketing strategies and so I'm really at a point now where I'm looking into hiring somebody to help with that because like Instagram and Facebook only can do so much. So I have to look at like, what are the next steps now? Um, looking at expanding my reach into other areas. How do I do that? How do I get other people to know about Westie Wine Tours and make them want to do that while they're here in Prince Edward County? Mm -hmm. So just learning how to figure out keeping up with all of that. Yeah. Invest, invest in yourself, Jen. You'll never regret it. That's for sure. Yeah. I feel like I've spent so much um like I've, I've invested a lot over the last couple of years in the buses themselves that now I need to take a step back from that and from putting so much investment into the buses themselves now that they're up and running and pretty good that I can kind of invest a little bit more into the behind the scenes. Yeah. Well, Jen, I'm excited to see where Westy Wine Tours is going to take you and, and including your expansion and what that looks like. And 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 your success because I see you going into this full time. I mean, we don't want to say anything to uh, to give anything away, you know, for for your career with the school board and everything. But I don't know, Jen. I don't know. <laughs> Entrepreneur full time sounds pretty good. We'll see. Yeah, I still I really love teaching too. So it's I'm trying to find a balance between the two. I am taking a year off of teaching, so I am doing what's called like an X over Y with the school board, where you work for a certain amount of years at a reduced salary and then you take a full year off. So I'm working next school year and then I have a full year off. And I think that's something I'll continue to do. Like you can do work for two years, take the third off, work for three years, take the fourth off. So I think that might be something that I, that I look at doing continuously. Cause I really love my job. I love my school, my coworkers. I love the kids. Like I, I do really love teaching right now still. 
So for the time being, I plan to do both, but who knows down the road. What an incredible opportunity for you to be able to do that. It's nice because it's like, it's an unpaid paid year off. So Mm -hmm. over the last three years, I've taken my salary at 75% and the school board just keeps the other. And then on your year off, you still get your salary every two weeks at the 75% rate. Oh my gosh. Why wouldn't you still just kind of like, you know, keep, (laughs) keep one foot in the door and then also like embark on entrepreneurship and see where that goes. There's times like last year, I was pretty close to burnout, like doing teaching Monday to Friday in June and then doing wine tours every Saturday and Sunday, did wine tours and dealt with bus breakdowns all week and then worked every Saturday and Sunday in September. And I was like, okay, next year, I I can't do that again. Like I need to hire people. I need to really take a step back and figure Mm -hmm. out how I can delegate some of this to others. All right, Jen. Well, before we wrap up my podcast episode with you, I do have a couple more questions and those can be found in my rapid 10. So these questions, a little bit of trivia, a little bit of guesswork. We're going to throw these your way. Are you ready? I'm as ready as I'm going to (laughs) be. All right. What's one winery you must check out while on a Westie wine tour? Ooh, that's a tough one because I have so many favorites, but I would say Terracello is one that you absolutely have to check out. Which winery in Wellington is haunted? Which winery in Wellington is haunted? I actually don't know the answer to this. This one is by Chadzi's Karen's Winery in Wellington. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're going to have to check that one out because, and for those that, yeah, we don't have time to get into it in my rapid 10, but (laughs) definitely Google it because I'm always looking at places that are haunted in uh, different parts of Ontario. So definitely look at that one. Okay. What's one thing you should bring while on a wine tour? That's a tricky one because I feel like I would say uh, water and snacks, but I keep those in the bus for you. Should we bring our IDs? Do we get ID'd at the wineries? You should bring your ID, yes. <laughs> Which graphic design illustrator created your brand design? Yeah, so Sky from uh, Sky's Creative Studio created my graphic designs, and she's amazing. She really brought my vision to life. Where did you find her? Uh, just through Instagram. Actually, we had met at um, the County Fields and Forest in Prince Edward County at a yoga event uh, previously and then started following each other on Instagram. And then once I was ready for branding, I was like, oh, yeah, Sky, like she's amazing. So I reached out to her and she was like, I have been hoping you would ask. When did you learn how to drive standard, Jen? After I bought my bus that was a standard. <laughs> So I bought my blue bus and then I was like, I guess I have to learn how to drive stick. What year did the first winery in the region, Wapusa State Winery, open? Ooh, ooh, 1990s? Later, Jen. It was opened in 2000. In 2000. Okay, I was going to say like 98. So that's the very first winery in Prince Edward County. And I would have been like you were, I would have thought like, oh yeah, it would have been in the 19, like late 1900s, like like yeah. 1800s, you know, like, like that's literally like, like maybe in 19, in the 1980s, but the two, like, but in 2000, that's when the first winery opened. 2000. How many wineries are in Prince Edward County? Oh my gosh. I think there's 40 something. Yes, you're right. 43, 47. It says 40 plus. So you said in the 40 40s, so you were bang on there. Okay. So now we know who Stella is named after, but what about Sandy and Stratty? 
so Stella named after the family who I got the bus from. And then Stratty is named after my favorite island in Australia. My favorite place probably that I've visited in all my world travels so far. And then Sandy is kind of like a mix. You've got Sandbanks Winery. You've got Sandbanks Beach here in Prince Edward County. And then she's also painted pink, kind of like Sandy from the Pink Ladies in Greece. Love it. Which winery is OV Boss Babes podcast wine partner? Sandbanks. <laughs> and Jen, who is one Canadian boss babe that inspires you that you think everyone should know about? I would say that for that, um, I thought about that a lot. And um, I would have to say just another local boss babe here. Her name is Karina Green. And she has recently opened a yoga and wellness studio, among many other things that she has done as an entrepreneur and just a badass boss babe. And she just um, really keeps it real with what being a business owner is like. And is she one of your mentors? Do you go to her wellness and, and yoga studio too? I have gone to check it out um, for her opening, which was fairly recently. And then just between the craziness of getting the buses ready and end of year with school, I haven't made it there recently, but I was just talking to her the other day saying like, I really am going to carve out more time for self-care and come to her for like reflexology. She offers reflexology, come to some yoga classes um, once school ends this week and really try to get into a better routine of that. Love it. Well, that's a great self-care regimen to get into. But Jen, we all want to get, you know, some self-care into us too. And one of those things is, you know, grabbing the girls, heading out to Prince Edward County and going on a fun wine tour. So tell us how we can book and let's get that inspo going too, where, uh, where we could follow you on the socials so that, you know, we keep remembering, yes, we need to book a wine tour. So tell us your website, Tell us your uh, your handles on social media and anything else that you want to plug and promote. Yeah, for sure. So on Instagram, you can find us at um, at Westie Wine Tours. On Facebook, it is Westie Wine Tours PEC, and our website is www.westiewinetours.ca. All of those are spelled Westie with a Y. And um, just a little fun fact: the name Westie Wine Tours comes from the fact that Volkswagen camper vans are called Westphalias. Um, so that's where the term Westie comes from. Cause if you see a Volkswagen camper, most people would say like, oh, there's a Westie. If you know that a Volkswagen Westphalia is called that, but I've actually had a few people ask that question. So. Perfect. Well, now we know that was one question I did <laughs> not ask. So thank you, Jen, for, for clarifying that. And thank you, Jen, too, for, for taking the time out of your, your busy day to be a part of OB Boss Babes Baby on the brand. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning into this month's episode of our Baby on the Brand with Westie Wine Tours. Now, if you like this episode, be sure to screenshot it and share it on your socials and tag Westie Wine Tours as well as OV Boss Babe so that we know that you are listening to our episode. Also, better yet, we want to get our ratings up. So if you have not done so already, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify so that we can be found all across every podcast platform. 